0: I'm Lewis Weston and this is Very British episode 26. I want to know what you want to hear. To send your feedback or suggestions for future episodes, email them at verybritishpodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you want an extra bonus podcast every single week, you can support me on Patreon. The links to those are will be in the show notes. This week we are going back in time nearly 5,000 years as we delve into the history of Stonehenge. Stonehenge is located on the Salisbury Plain in Wiltshire in the south of England and the stones can be seen for miles. Before Stonehenge was built there was a about four or five pits, three of which appeared to hold this totem pole-like two posts erected between 8,500 and 7,000 BC. It's not known how these posts relate to Stonehenge. At this time when much of the rest of southern England was largely covered by woodland, the chalk downland in the area of Stonehenge may have been a usually open landscape. This might be the reason why Stonehenge was built on the Salisbury Plain. Around 2500 BC the stones were set up at the centre of the monument. The two types of stone that were used to build Stonehenge are the larger sartons and the smaller bluestones. The sartans were erected in two arrangements and in a horseshoe and an outer circle, and the blue stones were set up between them in a double arc. Probably at the same time that the stones were being set up in the centre of the monument, the sartans close to the entrance were raised together with the four cetacean stones around the monument. Two to 300 years later, the central bluestones were rearranged to form an inner circle and an outer oval. The earthwork was also built at this time, connecting Stonehenge to the River Avon. The stone settings of Stonehenge were built at a time of great change in prehistory. Just as new styles of pottery and the knowledge of metalworking together with the transition to burial of individuals with grave goods, were arriving from the continent. Uh, From around 2400 BC, well-furnished pottery graves, such as that of the Amesbury Archer, are found nearby. In the early Bronze Age, one of the greatest concentrations of round barrows in Britain was built around the Stonehenge area. Many barrow groups appear to have deliberately located on hilltops visible from Stonehenge itself, such as those on King Barrow Ridge and particularly ritual barrels at the Normtown Down Cemetery. Four of the Sarktons at Stonehenge were adorned with hundreds of carvings fixing axe eggs and a few daggers. They appear to be bronze axes dating from about 1750 BC to 1500 BC. Perhaps these axes were a symbol of power or status within the early Bronze Age society or related in some way to the nearby barrow. Since 1897, when the Ministry of Defence brought a vast, plot of land on the Salisbury Plain for army training exercises, the activities of the military has had an impact on the area. Barracks, fighting ranges, field hospitals, airfields and light runways were built. Some of these, such as the First World War Stonehenge airfield, have long been since demolished, but others, such as the Arkville airfield sheds, are still standing and are an important part of early military aviation. From 1927, the National Trust began to acquire the land around Stonehenge to preserve it and restore it to grassland. Large areas of the Stonehenge landscape are now in their ownership. More recent improvements to the landscape, including the removal of the old visitor facilities and the closure of the section of the motorway that ran close to the stones have begun the process of returning Stonehenge to an open grassland setting. And that is pretty much the brief history of Stonehenge. Of course that's not all of it. If you want to learn loads more about Stonehenge itself, the history of it and what you can do there, you can go and visit the English Heritage Stonehenge website. I'll leave that in the show notes as well if you're interested in learning more about Stonehenge. Have a brilliant week and until next time cheerio.